Hello, listeners, and welcome to Winging It, the unplanned podcast with Tonya Ramirez. Today is the first episode of this podcast, and I am very excited to start this. I honestly did not expect me to do this at all. So we have a very special guest here today for my first thing, um, first podcast session, and it's actually somebody that I take mighty good inspiration on. And we have the host of WTA, Where's the Action Podcast. You can find it wherever you listen to your podcast, Mr. Mason Taylor. Ah, thank you very much. That's a great uh, intro. I'm happy to be here. Very honored. I feel like this is going to be historic, you know? Like, I feel like I'm Jimmy Fallon's first guest. You know what I mean? <laughs> this, this is going to last, man. I, I tell you what. Okay, you know, I'm, I'm excited. I'm trying to get, like, you know, the, the, the post-jitters, you know, the, post the pre-jitters out and the during-jitters right now as I'm talking, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It's all good. I've got jitters, too, except I think it's the PCP kicking in. <laughs> Okay. Well, <laughs> so Mason, can you tell the listeners to this audio file, the MP3, what's planned for today? Or are you shot in the dark and just don't know what it's going to happen? You know, I think I we are shooting in the dark. I think the title of this podcast says it all. We are going to wing it, uh, which I'll be honest. I think that's a great name, by the way. I got to say thank you. Thank you for also the people on my Instagram story. Thank you for you guys voting on that. Um, the artwork will be coming soon by my great girlfriend, Natalie Lanehart. Somebody pick her up in designing. You know, she's very great. But here's where we are today. So I asked you questions. What topics are you interested in? Right, Mason? Uh, yes, you did. You slid into my Insta DM. Uh, I was very fortunate to get that message. But yes, you did ask me some topics that I would uh, like to talk about. Okay, talk. Now, talk. <laughs> when the topic is New Jersey accents. No, I'm joking. Okay. So Dude, I could talk for hours about New Jersey. <laughs> I, hey, I, I, cool. <laughs> can you imagine me like editing like just two hours of you just being new jersey it's like, just, just me talking to myself me normal versus me from new jersey i have a whole conversation <laughs> <laughs> well, i have a question well, first off why what was your obsession with new jersey like uh, every time i've seen you <laughs> there's always been one sentence of you know just with the New Jersey accent. Okay, I've got, I've got, uh, it's actually a funny story. Well, I've got three things about it. First of all, uh, I love coffee. Uh, and I think it's, <laughs> it's more, more fun to say it that way. Cause coffee, I mean, what is that? What does that evoke? That evokes no emotion, but coffee, that's a drink right there. That'll get you, that'll get you really revved up, man. Um, but the second thing, I had a roommate, shout out to Big J, Julian Bishi. Uh, he was my roommate for two years, hallmate for one. Uh, but he is from New Jersey and he wasn't really an aggressive New Jerseyan. Uh, he was an, a New Jersey driver for sure. But in his speech, it wasn't like he would say some words, like he would say coffee and he would say like uh, uh, New York, you know, just just really adding syllables that don't need to be there. Um, and so I just like mock him um, for like the I said, add, add syllables, even though he takes away the R from New York, <laughs> New York. Yeah. But you add like a, or, 
Instead uh, of York, okay. York is yeah, one, but yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like 15 syllables at least. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I like to mock him. And so that's my tribute to him is mocking his joysy accent. Um, but then the third thing, I've also been watching The Sopranos and I'm very impressionable. So uh, it's a great show, but they also, they all talk in that, that, hey, Joycey, uh, you know, they got the mob, you know, it's Gabagool. So <laughs> they got the mob. <laughs> they got the mob. Yeah. Oh, the mob. I thought you said the mom. And I was like, oh, they got the mom too. Mm. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> What's funny is that I actually watched my first episodes of The Sopranos, like, during the semester at tech right i just walked into like a freshman dorm you know just to greet them right and they were just watching sopranos and i kid you not the first word that i heard from that show was gabagool and i finally <laughs> knew where that came from um, yes they made that so famous that every every episode tony soprano eats at least 15 metric tons of ham or gabagool or capicola you know so all these different things and so it's kind of funny the the origin of that but yeah sopranos man yeah well here's the thing i love to talk about new jersey but we have to get to the topic now it is a wheel that I have not named yet, but it is a wheel. And like I said before, I asked you about some topics that you are interested in. And I have made very unclear topics that we are going to be discussing on what to talk about. Ooh, so first, I like it. We it's have, really cool. <laughs> <laughs> now. I'll leave. No. <laughs> this is a good run. <laughs> outro music plays right now. <laughs> but so here's the very specific topics. We have music. Ooh. We have movie. <laughs> we have college. We have growing up. We have food and we have games. Now, one thing I like to think about this is that even though these are very generic topics, I know you and my experience with podcasting, which has now been six minutes and 45 seconds long, is that I'm going to come up with questions of what I know about you and just try to make it interesting, try to have fun. And they, like I said, just winging it. Hey, I like that. The tie-in. Yeah. Thanks. Please feel free to ask the most invasive questions possible. Yep. Um, so my plan is that with this wheel, we are going to pick two topics, uh, hopefully per episode or just one, unless we are really, you know, dedicated to this one topic. Um, some weeks it'll just be fun. Some weeks will be serious. But like I said, it's just we're just going to go with the flow. So we're just winging it, man. Are you, yeah, yeah, I like just it. winging it. Are you ready for me to spin the wheel? Yes, sir. Born okay. ready. Three, two, one. And it's going. So what are you hoping for? I'm hoping for food because I'm hungry. <laughs> you know, you just talked to me about this, about like, you know, like not getting hungry during a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was one of the 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 pre-podcast rituals that Alex and I do now. Uh, Alex is my co-host on WTA, Where's the Action? And uh, we always have to eat beforehand or else we'll be honestly the podcast gets a little cranky i mean we start yelling fist fights uh, we choked each other out a few times uh not really uh but yeah it's always important to eat it's just like eating before you go to the store because if you if you go to the store hungry you're gonna buy everything you're just gonna pile things in your cart until they ask you to leave um but yeah anyway that's the that's the pre-ritual well i would like 
to inform you that the first topic is actually music. Ooh, okay, now, interesting. There's a reason why I put this, and I'm actually very glad because this is one of the only topics I actually know what to ask you about. <laughs> so, with music, I need you to answer this. Why do you think the Black Eyed Peas are the greatest musicians of all time? Okay, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. First of all, they evolve. All right. They're not static. They're not like, you know, Vampire Weekend or the 1975 or Billie Eilish. They do the same thing over, especially Billie Eilish. She goes, she mumbles, but she's not even a rapper. She just mumbles. You know, mumble rap like 50 cent, like 50 cents, 50 cent, 50 cent. I knew him when he was just a quarter. Anyway, (laughs) he I don't know why uh, he they're just like mumbling, you know, but the Black Eyed Peas, they have bona fide hits. I would say they are equal to the Beatles as far as uh, popular culture and just the the echelon of songs that they have reached in the musical stratosphere. Uh, But so they started out in 1998 with uh, Behind the Front, which was a just a, a, a rap type album but you know it was okay i've listened to it it's okay no i just want to clear up also before you say this we did not like i i didn't know about this obsession of the black eyed peas like i knew he liked the black eyed peas i didn't know that he was going to bring it back to 1998 (laughs) (laughs) oh i'm giving you a full in-depth history um so so the next album uh bridging the gap it was in 2000 i believe uh this was also another rap album It, it was pretty good it did a little better than the first album but then ella funk came in in 03 and holy wham bam shamalam that is when the black eyed peas became who they are uh fergie came in on this album and shut up is obviously one of her most tour de force uh performances throughout her whole tenure in the band uh are you then sure you had- it's not her national anthem during the nba all-star game <laughs> okay listen that was a mistake uh <laughs> She needs auto-tune to survive. No, just <laughs> it's just like she goes to the hospital. I don't need the respirator. Just plug in, just plug in the auto-tune. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the, yeah. Um, but that was, uh, that was probably her best. Yeah. I would agree. National Anthem. Oh, 19. But um, oh, 19. she should do a live album with just different national anthems across the globe. <laughs> That'd be pretty awesome. Here she is doing the Polish national national <laughs> anthem. Uh, I don't even know how that goes. But I I want to I want to I want this now. I need this to happen. I'll slide into her DMs you know what? just like it did. Fergie, uh, if you're somehow stumbling upon this podcast, oh she de- she's definitely listening. Come on now. Yeah. Okay, Fergie. If when you hear this, we <laughs> need five national. We need five national anthems. <laughs> like. No, Fergie, listen, don't sell yourself short. Do at least a 15. Do a full double LP of national anthems. Or do the entire European Union and see how that goes. Do the entire EU. Do the entirety of North America, South America. Throw in Antarctica. Sprinkle in a little Africa in there. Why not? Africa, yeah. Yep, they have some bangers. They have some bops. (laughs) Do you even know any African national anthems? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, which one? Uh, it's called uh, We Are the World. We are the world. We are the children. And there's another one, too. 
Oh, there's the song Africa. I think that they adopted that as their national anthem. Oh, yes. Like for the whole continent. Cre- yes, Toto. Toto. Has just yep. created the national anthem of Africa. <laughs> That's true. You heard it here first, people. Africa, come on. Come on now. We know you're listening. <laughs> the entire continent. Yep, everyone. Every, they're all huddled. I can picture it now. The whole African country is huddled around like one computer. And they're listening to this very podcast. I, I, I can. I don't know what I can't wrap my mind around. The fact that um, Fergie does every national anthem across the world. Or to have the fact that the national anthem of Africa is created by a white rock band. <laughs> Hey, it's an homage, as they call it. Right? Uh, they're yes, o- they're homaging to yes, their homage. homeland. Yes, yeah, it's true. Homage. But anyway, back to the Black Eyed Peas. Oh, no. anyway, yes, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So Elephant, which is uh, my favorite of all of their discography, is is a blend of soul, funk, obviously, and a little bit of rap, and then a little bit of rock too. And so they they kind of blended all these into this one fusion. Which worked really well. They had a lot of good hits on that one. Hey, Mama, uh, you know the Apple song, um, and Isn't you know, Hey, Mama, Nicki Minaj song. Uh, I'm not. I don't, I don't know. Did she, um, didn't she do a Hey, Mama like thing? It's like Hey, Mama, Mama, Hey, Mama, Mama, and then like it's just like, like there's just like this fifty year old man that's like Hey, Mama, Mama. Listen, oh, if, I have if, not if heard any, this. If any listeners out there that and knows what I'm talking about, please send it into the um. Instagram that I just made, uh, wing it, you know, all together, all lowercase underscore podcast. You see, you like that plug that I did there, also. I like the plug. I like the plug. Okay. This is this is trippy, man. It's like Inception. How's that? It's like, well, I don't. Should I spoil it? Oh, Wait, do do no. you have? I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil it. Okay, okay. I, I won't let you spoil it then. <laughs> Continue again with the. Anyway, so yeah. then in 05 comes monkey business or business, as other people say, <laughs> as normal people say. Uh, that is one of their. It, 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 they this this is where my humps came from. Um, you know, my hump, my hump, don't mix your milk with my cocoa puffs. You know, all of that, that lyrical acrobats, the black eyed peas are, uh, will I am is a genius. And I think he is Kanye West, but on therapy, I think, <laughs> I honestly think that's, that's the good approximation, but you've got pump it, man. I mean, you've got don't lie, which is probably top black eyed peas song. Don't lie. Um, I actually don't remember how that goes. No, 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 no. Yeah, you no, 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 no. Don't lie. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, I got it. I got it. Yeah. yeah. And then, but it, I don't know. Uh, Monkey right. Business just has For a really a second, good flow to Fergie it. Fergie sang there. Not gonna lie. Oh, yeah. Fergie's in the room with me right now. She heard us talking about her and she's here. Oh. <laughs> good, good, anyway. Good, Mason. <laughs> yeah, right. Ooh, hey. Um, <laughs> Josh Duhamel, you better watch out. Um, <laughs> wasn't that the guy anyway, in Transformers? <laughs> what wasn't that the guy in Transformers? Josh Demel. Was, you're thinking of Optimus Prime. No, no, but remember the army guy, like the main army guy. Oh, isn't I that Josh Demel? I'm 99 positive that John Cena was in that movie. <laughs> Are, was he not the army general? I don't know. I think it was Josh Demel. You're probably right. Oh, why is my cat meowing at me right now? Okay, I'm I'm sorry. I know I keep on sidetracking, but I need to know if he actually was in Transformers. No, this is good. We're winging it right now. Yeah, we're winging. It. 
<laughs> oh yeah, he was the main army guy in Transformers, the original one. Okay, I look, look, I trust okay, you, man. You know what? Okay. You know, I host a movie podcast, and this is where it gets me. I don't even know that Josh Duhamel is in Transformers. I feel, I feel like I betray my constituents. Yeah, you don't know that, that, but you do go through all the psychological damage in King Kong and Godzilla. <laughs> psychological damage. That's so funny. <laughs> I, I heard like how that. you put that. I like how you put that. Well, yeah, because like every single scene, it's not just like wait. wait, wait. Okay, we're 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 winging it onto like your like podcast, but like sometimes when you're like just like with like especially animals, like you know, Rise of the Planet of the Apes or something like that, it's not like oh, there's this action scene. It's like this is a very strategic, very sinister, very quiet. Like <laughs> you make them, and I appreciate that. And I'm just like, wow. That's I never thought of that before. Sheesh. <laughs> that just that just dated this podcast. People are gonna go back twenty years from now and listen to this. They're gonna be like, "What the funk are they talking about? What is the sheesh they're doing? What is that?" Like, they're, they're, who is King Kong? Who? Oh, bro, King Kong. Don't even get me started. Did you see Kong v Godzilla? I have not. Or excuse me, Godzilla v Kong is what the others calls it. Seen it. Oh, you got to go watch it. Let's watch uh, it right now and then do a commentary. Okay. Well, uh, you know you what? Pre- we'll, we'll we'll watch it after this. How about that? All right. I'll, I'll do. <laughs> we'll that. do a watch party. We'll we'll do a watch party. Yeah. It's on the Patreon. <laughs> I don't know if I can afford a Patreon. <laughs> okay. I'm Even so, though it's I'm, free I'm, to make. <laughs> Even though it's free to make, I can't afford. It. <laughs> you can't afford. It. It's free dollars. Listen, I'm derailing your own podcast. I apologize. No, dude. It, like I'm I said, so it doesn't. You. you know what? It doesn't matter as long, dude. This there's a reason why I don't put a schedule into this. You know, people. There's some people who are invested in this. There's some people who might, you know, just put this in the background. You don't for know. All <laughs> that matters. It's just. You know, yeah, you know, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, I, get yeah, it. Know. I know. Yeah. We just had like a, a brain fusion right there. We know how the don't know, you know? We know what we don't know. Exactly. Well, yeah. But, so if you're if you're driving right now, I hope I hope you get where you're going safely. You know, if you're on a run, keep it up, keep going. I've always wanted to do that. I want to do like a run commentary. Like, oh, watch that hill. Watch that, watch that <laughs> animal, watch that bird. Keep going. Come on, go, go, go. Push it. Push through it, man. You know what I mean? It, it, what if it like just got like very, very, very like abstract and like just like creative when you got through it and be like, oh no, watch that like watch that puddle. <laughs> <laughs> Turn watch, left at the next stop sign. Like what the watch f- that fifty foot waterfall, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but anyway, so back to the topic. Black Eyed Peas, better than the Beatles. Better than any group okay. ever. They are equal to the Beatles as far as cultural relevance. Okay. And people people always say, oh, you know, the Black Eyed Peas haven't been relevant since 010, which might be true to some, but to the Latin American community, it actually is not true at all. Uh, there was an album that came out last year uh, called Translation, and it mostly features uh, like Latin American dances and vocals and lyrics. Um, so in Latin, actually, fun fact, the number one song on Spotify for the Black Eyed Peas came out last year on translation called Ritmo, which was on the Bad Boys for Life soundtrack. And it has more listens than I Got a Feeling, which is arguably their greatest hit. Damn. So it is impressive. And, you know, 
there's another one, Mamacita from that album. I mean, the list goes on and on. Like if you go to their Spotify, it just, you know, it's, it's insane how much they've done. So basically what you're saying is that they've already conquered the United States. They've, they've already, already conquered and they gave all they had to the U.S. Now they're moving on global. And you know what? Soon they'll be making music for aliens too. I can already tell. They'll be the first, you know, that Voyager record that they sent into space. Oh yeah. They'll be sending purely uh, Black Eyed Peas albums into space. No other music to, you know, bring the aliens to Earth or whatever. I don't even know what the purpose of that was, but... Uh, yeah, they've done a lot of stuff. So anyway, what, what I'm trying to say is they've gone through a lot of evolution. So they started off as a rap group, just the three of them, Apple, Diap, Will I Am, and Taboo. Um, and then Fergie came in. That's their next wave. That's where they became more funky. They had more mass appeal because they had a woman. Um, and then you had the pop kind of techno evolution with the energy never dies in 09 and the beginning in 010 uh that was sort of the electronic boom uh which was in yeah. their favor it's, it's kind of a mm-hmm. snapshot into that time period you know early 2000s late uh or late 2000s early 2010s you know that that kind of transition from old-fashioned music to electronic uh they were really the pioneers for that and then the last evolution um they're kind of doing their own thing you know for he's gone but the core three are still there and they've got another singer called jessica reynoso who i suspect is going to be a full-fledged member on their next album Mm. Uh, she goes by J Ray soul, uh, but she did a lot of guest spots for songs like mama Sita and all that. But I mean, just really, really good vocals. So she kind of filled the Fergie sized hole in the group. Uh, not that it needed to be filled, but I think just for audiences, I think it evens them out. Uh, but yeah, that's their, I, I think they're constantly evolving and they just always get me in a good mood, man. You know? The, no, it, it, yeah. Yeah. Like it, dude, like I remember like my best musical memories or like one of my best musical memories when I was like a child, like back in like elementary school, like fifth grade and stuff like that was like, you know, you would have like the, um, like, you know, like the school dances. And by the way, in the fifth grade year, I won the dance, dance King, you know, Lawndale elementary school up, up, up go the tigers. Um, this should but, be on your resume. <laughs> was dance queen i almost said dance queen <laughs> dancing queen sorry no but um queen. no but i got a feeling was played everywhere and then like one of my favorite one of my favorite super bowl halftime shows and keep in mind i was i think i was alive when prince did his halftime show but nope black eyed peas <laughs> stole it from me <laughs> when i got a feeling came i remember at my old house you know just dancing on along with that and just being like this is the greatest thing ever and then you know you cannot not tap your feet to it or sing along you know it just it's a party song it's it's it gets you hype man if you are human you have to have a memory with a black ip song in my opinion you know what i think that's true you know when i first heard that you said the black ips you know i wouldn't go so far as to say that they are you know top no, maybe they are top tier because here's the thing. When you were talking about that, I was like, what the heck is this guy talking about? But honestly, right? <laughs> the memories you make from those songs. <laughs> and not only that, but the memes that each and every member have come up with, it just makes it legendary. And it's always their names will always be synonymous with the band group Black Eyed Peas. 
I can't see a yep. can of black eyed peas anywhere without thinking the song I got that power. I legit can't. <laughs> you you don't know how many people are at the store and is, they'll see a is can. I got that power a black eyed peas song? No, that's a Will I Am song, isn't it? A power, yeah. With is that the one he did with uh, Britney Spears or whatever? No, I don't think. Oh, yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I think it is. it is. Yeah, their solo careers are kind of eh. Fergalicious is good. Uh, Taboo and Apple haven't done anything notable. Uh, but yeah, I, I like them as a, a band. I think they're. I think they're top notch. And yeah, like you said, everyone's got a memory of a Black Eyed Peas song. But with the Beatles, you know, you've heard "Here Comes the Sun," and you know, maybe "Let It Be." But like, do you hear people talk about them much? I don't know. I that's. Like, especially our generation, you know, I think they're slowly fading away. And I hate to say that. I love the Beatles. Oh, but yeah. Black Eyed Peas are, I don't know. <laughs> I think they will be a simultaneous time capsule and timeless at the same time, if that makes any sense. Actually, yeah. it probably doesn't. So, but You know what? No, I, I know what you mean. It's like the Beatles, you know, they, they, they will continue to get popular, but you see them fading away. They will not be time capsule-less. Whereas, like, if you ask 500 years from now, you ask... A lot of artists where you get your inspiration from oh it'll definitely be black eyed black peas. Eyed peas yeah yeah exactly <laughs> beatles who are who are they i mean come on now they they honestly they copied black eyed peas four <laughs> members uh you know they had they had a lot of hits but you know i don't know they're just they kind of fell off and you know what everyone did their part you know what <laughs> the one beatle member that i can't Imagine what was there was Ringo Starr. <laughs> Dude, can you believe that guy's still alive? Dude, I can't believe that, man. It's crazy. Go, go him, you know? Him and, and uh, uh, Paul McCartney. You know what? That That's how it be, you know? Well, and, they say Paul McCartney's been dead since 1966, but that's a whole other thing. Hell yeah. So just don't, let's not get into conspiracy theories. Like you're in this. That's, not, that's on our other podcast. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs> what would what would be a good name for that? Would it be like conspiracy it? No, no, that, that's too. Conspiracy it? That's, that's uh, well, it, it's, uh, let's call the podcast We Don't Know What We're Talking About. <laughs> that's basically the secondary name for this podcast. <laughs> that's basically it. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. That's yeah. funny. Now, um, back on music, and I actually do want to say, other than the Black Eyed Peas, do you actually have a band or something that you think are very underrated that you've been listening to recently? Underrated? Um, I never. I didn't have anything prepared for this, but I think the Kinks uh, are underrated, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So the Kinks are a rock band. They I, for those who don't know me, I listen to classic rock. That's my main, surprisingly main uh, genre of music. Um, but the Kinks came about after the Beatles, after the Rolling Stones, uh, but not too after far that generation, after. after like the British invasion. Well, they were still they were still British. Um, well, I know that they the were two- British, but like the hype of like when everything was like I, I don't know how to call that time period from music <laughs> but yeah. yeah the uh the british yeah I know, I know what you're talking about the british rock takeover um yeah they they really revolutionary they were uh revolutionizing 
music at that point. And the Kinks were a part of that. Um, you've probably heard of Lola um, and uh, You Really Got Me Go. You know, all these oh, yeah. all these songs, um, but, but they're very underrated. I, I don't hear them from, you know, of them at all when classic rock is mentioned, uh, especially early classic rock. You know, the Stones and the Beatles kind of overshadow them. But the Kinks, top notch. Actually, my favorite song of all time, uh, even you know, besides all the Black Eyed Peas discography, is called Waterloo Sunset. I encourage everyone go listen to it after this podcast episode's over. It will not disappoint. You know, I'll even listen to it because you know when you said the Kinks, I was like, it sounds familiar. And then as soon as you said um, Lola, that's what yep. like got me. That's that's their big one. That's their yeah, big one. Like. It, dude nothing will be like when like the guy's shredding like I, I don't know if it's like a guitar but like it sounds like a banjo kind of you know when like at the beginning it's like you know what I'm do, talking about do, 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 yeah like, yep. like yep. I always like it always gives me a jolt whenever I hear that and then it just goes to like a little soft song <laughs> yep yeah it's um it's they're a great band um they're very poetic Waterloo Sunset the reason I pinpoint that song is because it kind of uh, it, it it paints a picture of a certain time and place. Uh, so Waterloo Station is in Britain, I believe, and it just talks about this river uh, and this young couple, you know, newly in love, just watching the sunset on the river. And it just paints a very good picture. Uh, it, it, it warms your heart a little bit. Uh, so y- you wouldn't expect it from this classic rock, you know, well, I guess a rock band from, you know, the late sixties, early seventies to put out something like this, but it's, it's, it's a very good song. Uh, some other ones I recommend sunny afternoon, uh, strangers. Uh, I've got a whole playlist playlist on Spotify too. I called it kinky stuff. Let me see. Very, very on the nose. Very of the band. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so definitely check them out. Um, I would, that's, that would be the underrated band. I think. Yeah. I, if I had to pinpoint one for me, I, cause I, I want to put an input on this too. Um, I don't know if you ever listened, but like if people know me, I've mainly throughout my early high school and late middle school have been an alternative rock guy. Like my first band that I fell in love with was young, the giant. Um, and that was the first concert I've ever been to. Do you know who Young the Giant is, Mason? I have heard of him. Oh, he did um, Superposition, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. We talked I, about that. We actually talked about that. I think. Yeah, I, 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 I like that song. I, yeah. I don't know if I've heard a lot of his other stuff. Yeah, but um, so yeah, that just started me on like a road of like stuff, like of like actually going down that kind of genre and stuff like that, like indie. Um, yeah, kind of like indie stuff and. Um, one thing that's kind of led me to was like experimental type rock. And I usually don't like experimental type stuff, but I went to a concert by Young the Giant, right? And there was this beginning band called Louis Del Mar that played, right? Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. I love Young the Giant and they put on a great show, but that band, like Louis Del Mar, was better than Young the Giant in my wow. opinion, like that night. And keep in mind, this is at the point where like that band, like Young the Giant was like my favorite band. And I only knew Louis Somar because they had one song on FIFA. I think, I think it was like FIFA <laughs> 18. It was called Masterpiece. Uh, 
I would suggest anybody who wants to hear like just a really nice song, like a first starter song in Toulouse Tomorrow, listen to Masterpiece. You probably already have, like <laughs> Natalie pointed out earlier that it's on like every car commercial. <laughs> like they use like just the audio for it, but I'd give them a listen. They produced their first album, went on a four-year hiatus, and then just released their, a new album, and they are fi- they're touring, and they're going to go to Washington, D.C., and I'm really excited about it. But if you really like just something different from, like, just plain rock, and you just want... I don't know how to it's it's like it's one of those bands where like you know how like there's like a band that has like a lot to offer and you just can't like describe it that black much. eyed peas, yeah. Yeah, like the black eyed peas. <laughs> <laughs> um no, but seriously, I I would give Louis Damar a listen. Like Yeah, I my, I definitely will. What yeah. what was the song you said? Masterpiece? Master, Masterpiece is a good one. And my favorite song of all time is called Live That Long. That is definitely a song perfect from whenever you are doing really good in life or really sad or anything but like that's That's interesting yeah that's my favorite song of all time i would also listen to gloom and i would also listen to i don't know i think probably hdl is probably a good one also hdl what now what is that saying for do you know heart down low Hard down low. Okay. Yeah. Is that a sad song? No. Well, not really. Like I said, like it's weird because like they did so they did their first one right, and then they did a second one, and their second album is actually in chapters. Oh, that's pretty cool. So yeah, like 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 I said, I can't really explain it that much. You just have to give it to a listen. So I'll I'll probably listen to the album, the whole album, because some I, some artists, I, yeah, like yeah. Led like Led Zeppelin and stuff like that. Some like they have a, a an album called Metal, uh, which is really good. But you have to listen to it in one sitting. You know, all just let it flow. Uh, I feel like albums all the time should be like that. I know that's kind of contradictory because like we live i feel like we live in a time where like it's all about like single songs and like like but like i kind of miss the days of like pink floyd and stuff like that where like the whole album is like transitioned and like it creates one story if that makes right. any you, sense you can't you can't tell where one song ends and the other begins it's kind of just one long song and not only that but i also feel like that just creates like a story that you can follow and then like you can pinpoint some stories that you would like to listen to like it's kind of like you know like like a book of sonnets where like it kind of is connected in some way but you always will have a favorite one yep i i think i like it's always um going to be like it should be like that in my opinion and some people do and like right now i feel like does does it really well like for one example my favorite rapper and the person who got me into rap kendrick lamar he does that amazingly um damn is one of my favorite rap albums Mm. so you know what i mean like i just feel like stuff like that right i a fun fact did you know that damn actually won a nobel peace prize I'm sure it did. I, I mean, I, I Kendrick Lamar is one of those people. I don't listen to his music much, but I know that he went to music school and knows musical theory, and know, he's very knowledgeable about music. So that does not surprise me at all. 
but yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Like I, I just think it's just amazing. So yeah. So did they, did they play it at the Nobel peace prize ceremony? I have no idea. Like I mean, I imagine that. Imagine all these like snobby intellectuals listening to Kendrick Lamar. That yeah, like that's it's just weird. It's just like the top three. <laughs> I, I can imagine that this was it was like just like top three is like classical music, classical music. I got loyalty and royalty inside <laughs> my DNA, like just stuff like that. I just I would love to see like people just have to sit through like people of classical music that like they probably do, you know what it probably won the Nobel Peace Prize. It'd be funny if like people from like the Nobel Committee that like listen to classical music and pl- have picked classical music all the time actually pick that and like listen to it was like yeah this is fire yeah i mean (laughs) somebody yeah yeah, somebody had to listen to it yeah to say hey let's nominate this but imagine like people try to stand up to leave and then it goes sit down biamo or whatever it goes i don't even know how it goes yeah it's it's just really hard to picture it's like if you know the committee for the nba was just like yeah we're just gonna add water to the finals game (laughs) Like like puddles or underwater? It's just going to be in a swimming pool. (laughs) You're going to play water polo for the final. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, that's a good analogy. (laughs) It's funny. Yeah. Oh, but anyway, so I feel that right now it is time to go for the second topic. So are you ready? I am ready. Okay. I, I feel we had a good conversation with music there, you know, doing, you know, some stuff, talking about Fergie, talking about Josh Dumel, <laughs> <laughs> who is apparently in Transformers, which I had no idea. Yeah. And, ooh, ooh, this is interesting. The next topic is growing up. Now, I, what happens if you never grew up? What happens then? I don't, well, I don't, I don't see, well, here's the thing, the term growing up, right? I see it more as like a physical thing now than like a mental thing. Cause I've convinced myself that I will never like try to change my way and do the typical things that apparent adults are supposed to do. If that makes any sense. How do you mean? Like, for example, you know how like with an adult, like, you know, you, well, like the the, sino- the the term adult, like it's always like, oh, you have to go to work, you have to do this, you have to do that, pay taxes, stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be the, that to be the main definitions in my life, if that makes any sense. Like, it's just, I want to be me and I want to continue to be me no matter where I go or what I do, like in my time. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think a lot of people are starting to realize that, you know, people say, I want to earn a living. Well, are you really living or are you just surviving? I feel like you're just earning your way till when you die, basically. Yes, which is a very, uh, you know, nihilistic way to look at it. I, I like to think you can make you can make the world that you want to live in. Uh, so if you want to live, you know, a, a, a decent life with, and, and, you know, some people have to do these jobs and I applaud them. You know, I, I have a feeling I might 
you know. And some but, people are also forced into it too, like just because, you know, of every single variable that in the world that we live in, you know. Right. But I think a lot a lot of people are now exploring more creative outlets like such as this. I mean, you, you're starting your own podcast, which is great. Um, and, you know, who knows if it might make revenue down the line or it's just a fun hobby. Uh, but either way, you're putting yourself out there. And uh, not a lot of people used to do that. You know, you'd go to work, come home, you know, crack open a beer, watch a late night show and then go to bed, you know, repeat day in, day out. Uh, but now people are starting to you know, do their own thing. Like I learned today, there are 31 million YouTube accounts, which is crazy. I mean, that's just a lot of people putting themselves out there doing what they love. And, uh, you know, it's, it's battling the status quo of what people have assumed is the right way to do things, quote unquote. You see, but I would also try to argue something like this, right? Like I would try to argue that there might be too much stuff out there and like, there's it might be oh i agree with that like for me right when i picked the name winging it right i was like oh this is a pretty good name it's what i feel like right and i just wanted to search up winging it podcast and do you know who vince carter is uh no i'm not familiar i'm not hip Oh, he was a basketball player, right? He's like one of the greatest dunkers of all time in NBA history. And he has a podcast named Winging It. And there were so many other people who had podcasts named Winging It. And even though it's not really that big of a deal, like it's still kind of like, wow, that is, there's a lot of people with the same ideas that I have. How am I well, going to stand out? And like, it's, it's, it's sad because I feel like even though there's like more accounts like on YouTube and stuff like that, I feel like the age of creativity has gone and it's more of like the age of popularity. Oh yeah. 100%. You know, YouTube used to be this wild west of, you know, interesting people and just random videos, but now it's kind of more, uh, I'd say corporatized, uh, to say the least. And that's fine. Like if like you create videos that are like useful, if that makes any sense, like if anybody doesn't want to uh, like, just doesn't know or anybody from my close circle, one of my goals is like try to create like a YouTube channel, but like it bec- it's like a nonprofit YouTube channel where like the revenue that's created from the videos, if I get enough people watching it, will go to local nonprofits of my choosing um, or of choosing of people with like really um, that really need it, you know, like, and I feel like that's like something corporatized that would be useful, but let's be honest. We don't need 50 million life hack channels. Oh, I do. (laughs) I need as much help as I can get. Yeah, but most of the life, have you ever seen that like one TikTok guy that like just has like a blank face and like reviews like a life hack channel? Oh, that's so funny. And he just does it like easily. (laughs) Have you seen that? Yes, I I definitely have. I know what you're talking about. I think he he might be like one of the top channels now. Oh, yeah, he is. And that's, (laughs) but here's the thing. I applaud stuff like that because that was an idea that he had and something that he wanted to do and he's doing well in it. Like stuff like that, like it just makes my day, if that makes any sense. And you know what? He hasn't said a single word. He hasn't said a single word. And that's awesome. Imagine having a podcast and not saying a single word. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, Actually, that's kinda... I think they honestly have that. It's called like the White Noise Podcast. Where you I know... think it's literally just silence. I think. 
I might have dreamed this. I don't know. That would be crazy. I mean, I could see why it would be sometimes useful, but like still, like that's crazy. Do you and do you sleep with white noise? I don't even know what white noise is. I think it's just noise to fill the void of silence. That's like some they they make white noise machines that goes. That's my ASMR of. Uh, <laughs> the white noise machine but yeah it's, it's just, just do some asmr right now for the viewers you hear that? okay you are i don't know what that was i think there was rain falling on like a a marble countertop it was just me tapping on my cup oh okay do another yeah. noise do another do another noise and i'll try to guess it how about that okay um wait See, also, by the way, I don't know if my mic is going to pick this up. So sorry for the viewers are listening to this and probably will be wasting 10 seconds of their life. Oh, that, okay. That was uh, writing. Oh, okay. You're writing on a piece of paper. No, I'll, I'll do it again. Okay. 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 That okay. I I I know what happened. So I think it's it sounded like a, a door slam. You're you're kind of cold right now, bro. I'm cold. Okay. Cold. Um. Crap. Do it. Do it one more time. Okay. I don't want to be wasting these. Oh, there's a hint. Oh, wasting. Okay, it's food. It's it's food. Wait, wait, wait. Here it comes. Okay, it's a bag. You're dropping a bag of rice on the table. No. Ah, crap. Okay, I, I, I give up. It was me pulling a tissue out of the tissue box. Oh, that sounds nothing like it. I know. Right? Like, I will, it might be the mic audio, not gonna lie. No, no, no. It's not that. No, no, no. I, I, I think it sounded like there's a Jehovah's Witness at the door and you <laughs> slam the door. But then you're really short, so you drag a stool up to the door and then look through the peephole to see if they left. I think that's what was in my mind. I think I have an overactive imagination. You know what? But that's sometimes really nice. Um, but if anybody out there did know what that sound was, what, what do you usually say on your thing? Leave a like in the comments. <laughs> Leave a like, subscribe, uh, hit up my grandma's Instagram. I don't know. I don't. She doesn't have an Instagram. Should I make her one? No, no, it'll be on the oh, Patreon. <laughs> Why should I not make her one? <laughs> no, it'd just be actually that would kind of be funny if like you know just like a bunch of like like people just like message a grandma being like, hey, you were on the Winging It podcast. You're my favorite appearance. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. All right, you you should do a whole episode with my grandma. Oh God, oh oh. That would that that'd be crazy. Like you just don't tell her what like this is for. Like it's just me trying to like guide anything I can from this. It is just oh. you know what it would be. It would be the whole podcast would be an hour of setup. <laughs> it would be you telling her no. You got to plug in the mic where there. Where do I plug it in? Into the USB. What's a USB? You got to plug it into your laptop. It's on the side. What's a laptop? You know, it'll just be, it'll be going on and on about that. Uh, but yeah, I love, I love Grammy. Shout out to Grammy. Uh, yeah. Shout out to my grandma too. She just come, came for a visit and it was nice seeing her. Um, like just again, cause I haven't seen her in like years. She's the only grandparent I have actually right now. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You must, uh, she must be special. Yep. <laughs> Very. 79 and strong. 
79. Wow. 79, That's yeah. actually kind of young for a grandma. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess. I think my uh, grandma just turned 77. So actually, I think we're in the same boat. Yeah, probably the same boat. But yeah. So uh, where were we at before we talked about grandmas? Uh, we I don't know. Do you want to talk about GMILFs or no? No, no, God, no. Okay, the, the, we don't have the, to. It's not that kind of podcast. It, All right, I'm, it, I apologize. If it was that kind of podcast, the new name would be Flinging It. <laughs> Flinging It? <laughs> Dude, I got to see Flinging It. No. I got I to gotta see Flinging It. That's on the OnlyFans. That's on the OnlyFans. <laughs> Only fans exclusive. Subscribe to the Patreon so you can get the link. Uh, we just grab like random videos that we can online. <laughs> no, just... we would we would do the videos. You know, oh. I wanted to do an OnlyFans. Really? I'm dead serious. Yeah. I well, it was more of a. I was going to read Fifty Shades of Grey. Right. Yeah. Each chapter would be a video, but I would do it. <laughs> I would do it. I would do it nude. And I would do the different voices too, like, like uh, Anastasia or whatever her name is. It'd be like, "Oh, whip me, Dorian," you know, just stuff like that. And I would make it least the least sexy as possible. Oh, that that's you know what? I would pay for a subscription. I'm not even lying. <laughs> I uh, people listening, if you are still listening, I don't know. <laughs> people, people are like, I'm done with this guest. Let's move on to the next episode. <laughs> not gonna oh, lie, man. let's be honest. Who's who's made it this far already? Let's be honest. <laughs> no, but you know um, who has Grammy? <laughs> you know, I I just can only imagine you actually doing that. It's just Fifty Shades of Mason. <laughs> <laughs> 50 shades of mason oh that's so funny you know what that let's do it you know what that's a part of growing up you gotta find stuff that you don't want to do or do want to do in life you know you just gotta you know i like the segue i like that i like that you tied it all together you know what thank you you know the point of tying it all together is that it's supposed to be seamless and you're not supposed to say (laughs) i'm so i'm so sorry i ruined this podcast you know what you know what you should do Edit out all the parts I speak in this podcast. Uh, so it's just you. I think that would benefit everyone. You know, the part of this podcast is that like I try to edit the minimal amount that I can. The only thing I'm going to edit out is the viewers are not going to hear it, but I, I didn't mess up my intro the first time. Um, so, yeah. Now you're, you're still na- nailing it, though. Yeah, I'm nailing, nailing it. it. That's hard. That's hard to say. Nailing. Okay. I got nailing it. it. I think I think my mouth just had a seizure or something. I don't know. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, it's that darn PCP. I tell you what. You know what's going to be sad is like when I go back and like check like the recording, and I'm going to see like all the all the words that I say whenever I try to fill in the void of silence. Like it's going to be filled with "damn" or "you know what I mean," because that's also how I just talk normally. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's part of you know people don't really hear that. They they kind of like okay it's a natural voice you know it's a natural thing so you know yeah so I don't even I I gave up I gave up editing uh, where's the action <laughs> really you just you just make sure the audio sounds good do you just make like, sure have- the audio sounds good I edit the intro and outro and then I just free ball I mean unless I was talking during the podcast and I'm like that joke would not work well with the audience uh then i would cut it out 
but oh so you do listen to like your entire thing well i would go back to approximately when i said it because you kind of remember it sticks with you yeah you're like oh god i can't i cannot believe i just said that and then i I gotta say (laughs) you're like oh uh, besides a couple of curse words i feel like we've been pretty good we've been pg yeah, we PG thirteen with the Gmail reference, but and, and you know what? I just brought it up again. I apologize. You just brought it up. Maybe it's PG fourteen now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what was the first PG thirteen movie you saw? Um, Not to change the subject, but no, nah, no, nah, it's okay. Again, we're just winging it. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> PG thirteen. I'm being so serious. I actually think it was Transformers. Transformers. Wow. I actually think it was Transformers. I remember having the D. Or wait, I need to actually check if this is actually PG. Are you talking about PG or PG thirteen? PG thirteen. Transformers was probably PG thirteen. Didn't it have like a swinging dick in it at one point? Wasn't there Robo Balls? Am I? Was that a fever dream or something? I don't know. Was that a bad acid trip? I don't I don't know. I just remember these this big robot or transformer, excuse me, and they were just swinging balls. And it was like comedic. Okay, National Treasure was PG cuz I cuz you know, that was the first, you know, I, that was the point where like I actually thought that um Nicolas Cage well naturally no Nicolas Cage was my favorite actor at that time. But Really? Yeah, Dude, that's like, awesome. You know, I met him. Really? I, I, okay. Full disclosure. I was in Mobile, Alabama, of all places, for a school trip because I was in this uh, club and we had to perform something. I was in like this quiz bowl thing where it's basically Jeopardy, uh, but we made it to nationals. And so nationals was in Mobile, Alabama. And it turns out that Nicolas Cage was filming a movie in downtown mobile alabama of all places (laughs) so we had some free time one day me and the group and we decided hey let's go to the set and it was right on main street uh it was on like a side alley and it was next to an abandoned building i guess they were using um but it was an outdoor scene and he was talking to someone else and he redid the thing like four times but really chill guy and he came up to the barricade of people he was like, oh, hey, guys, uh, thanks for coming out. Uh, I really appreciate the support. Uh, yeah, you guys are rock. And then he walked away and he was getting ready to get to his limo to drive away from the scene. I said, hey, Nick, I yelled it. Hey, Nick. He looked up. He had sunglasses on. He, he put up his sunglasses so he could see his eyes. He winked and he did a finger gun at me, got in the limo, sped off. Dude, you can die a happy man right now. Dude, man. I, I died then. Like <laughs> everything after that's just gone downhill, but wow, like that moment, that's amazing. And I was wow, 14. Yeah. 14. The movie was trash. I, I haven't even seen the movie, but um, it was, uh, I think it was called revenge. I think the, the, it was called Takarov at the time. I remember that cause I saw the director's chair. Yeah. Um, but they renamed it. So I don't even know okay. what it was. I got you. what it was, yeah. but yeah, that was such a surreal experience, man. It's crazy though. Yeah, I I love Nicolas Cage. He's awesome. Yeah, like you're a Nicolas Cage fan forever. Like the Mount Rushmore for me is Steve Carell and Nicolas Cage. You know, like <laughs> yeah. that's just how it is. Um, no, that that's kind of crazy that you remember stuff like that. I don't think I've. I'm trying to think. Like I, I've never actually really met famous people when I was like 
a kid or till now. Um, the only person I can say that like was really cool seeing up close was um, LeBron James. Uh, Cause I went to a wizards game, random game. I was with my dad and his girlfriend and um, her son, but it was one of the coolest experiences ever. Like it, it, like you guys saw LeBron James and then also like there was like a buzzer beater in the fourth quarter went into overtime and it's it's kind of weird because like I've always like when I whenever I've been like growing up I've always like been like my love for sports has always stayed there but it's kind of weird because like that day made me love the atmosphere and like interest of like everything that's like around me that has to do with sports in every like in every single thing you know because right it's it's just crazy how like everything just like intertwines with everybody you know true there's nothing like a live sporting event whether it be a college football game in the stadium or like a baseball game like i can't stand baseball on tv however i'm the guy at the baseball stadium that'll cuss out the ump for a bad call so you know it just it all depends it all depends um what's your that's awesome lebron james I can honestly say I've never met LeBron James. Oh, honest. I haven't either. I just saw him. Oh, we'll saw him away. either. I've never seen yeah. him in person. I don't even know. I, yeah, I know what he looks like. Yeah, I think so. I'm not, it, I, I'll be honest. I'm not a big. Kinda, don't you think it's kind of hard to like actually like picture what people look like when, like, you just you like. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like if you told me like, Hey, picture somebody right now, like a famous person, I'd like my memory of them is going to be distorted unless I see a picture. Um, it depends who I'm pretty good with like actresses. Uh, Natalie Portman, I can picture, uh, by the way, her birthday was two days ago. Really? Yeah. Just shout out random fact. Shout out to Natalie. Yeah. Shout out to Natalie Portman. Oh, yep. 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 Um, and yeah, Natalie Kane, Portman, like, no, problem. <laughs> no problem, no problem. But she, she really, uh, she really rev, revs my engine, if you know what I mean. You know, she and I are twins, really. Natalie Portman and I, yeah, we have the same mole on our cheek. Uh, it's, oh. it's, wow. it's very interesting. And you know what's funny about that mole? So I've, I've been alive for 22 years. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that mole was there until I was 17 years old. Really? Because you look at yourself every day and it becomes ingrained in your memory, right? Yeah. You don't think, oh, something's not right. Unless, of course, your nose is chopped off or something. Then you mm-hmm. obviously notice. But th- there's a mole on my face that I did not notice until I was 17. It's like I it's like I was like born again like religion or something. I I I, I ran to my mom. I was like, bro, you gotta check out this mole on my face. And she's was just like, like oh, I already she was know. like, she's yeah. like, Yeah, I literally yeah. birthed you. I gave you that mole, so I kind of knew it was there. Uh, see, I, I've never had something I, I I think I've like forgotten, but like speaking of like stuff that you've had till birth. Um, this wasn't at birth is when I was two years old, but have I ever told you how I got like the little scab on my neck? No, no. So what happened was like, I was two years old. I was dying to go to bed. My mom puts me in my footy pajamas. I, this is probably the earliest memory I remember. Actually. No, the earliest memory I remember was actually a nightmare when I was young. Um, back before like my mom and dad had like a house we had like a little apartment that we lived in and i remember in my crib 
having a nightmare of the Hulk running after me. Um, so maybe that was actually my first PG-13 movie. But the I Hulk. Don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, so I... Like she was giving me my footy pajamas and I was like ready to go. But like she was like, oh, uh, look down or something like that. Or I don't know. She told me a direction. I, I legit can't remember. I, I, I At the time, I could barely comprehend words, right? But when she zipped me up, it caught onto my neck. And when she pulled it out, like a th- part of my neck just left. And oh. I, I was like bleeding and like, oh my God god like i don't remember the pain of course because i was two but like i remember the like fear on like my mom's face because sometimes you just can't forget images that you have so yeah that's probably the first time you like saw yourself bleed right i mean that's yeah and that was a surreal experience yeah like and you know i honestly think i should have died already sometimes (laughs) Like I, I had that happen. I once, like when I was three years old, I got up and I was trying to get some change that was on the top shelf, but my parents put it up there because they didn't want me to grab any of the change because it would get, go on the floor and then get eaten by the vacuum cleaner. So I climbed up the bookcase and keep in mind, the bookcase was like six feet tall, right? Oh no. And it was heavy. Like it took three people hold it and um i got out of my little safety thing that like you know they put me in and i climbed it up and i was falling and i remember i landed on the carpet and the bookcase was going down and i was like well this is not going to end well and lo and behold my twin bed that that they took down like I know that I remember they took it down just recently because it used to be a bunk bed and they made a twin bed. And I know that was recently because they talked about it like with me the other day, but apparently they took it out like a week ago and that saved from that bookcase from falling on me. Wow. Yeah. You owe that bed a favor. Uh, it's, I still have it. <laughs> that's all. Wow. That's, that's, it's been, that bed has been supporting me for a, the entire ever since i actually upgraded to a bed to that bunk bed that like i've had it for at least 18 years wow you know you can always lay back on that bed that's a good dang that's 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 a wicked story bro yeah and again like i I remember that stuff and that was like age two and age three well that stuff's traumatizing especially the the blood thing like you never realize what's inside of you you know well it's not really it's not really traumatizing because like I see it as like memories, you know, I feel like for traumatization, I didn't, I didn't have traumatizing stuff until I was like, or not traumatizing stuff. Like, you know how, like sometimes now now keep in mind, of course, people face serious trauma that are actually, they can't get rid of. And I understand that, but you know how like stuff that like you remember because you like your mind says is traumatic. Like, I feel like it starts like when like you're like eight or nine, like going right. on 10. Yeah, that early memory stuff is is hazy. And and most some of it is also other people telling you what happened and then you kind of paint a picture yourself. But yeah, man, those uh those footy pajamas, I'll tell you what. They're they mean business. I had a I had a bad experience with those too. Really? Yeah, I got my I got my dick stuck in it in the zipper. 
I mean, it caught like the bottom part. There goes our PG rating. <laughs> oh crap! I'm so excuse me, my cock. And um, it I zipped it up. Caught it caught the underbelly of the shaft. Uh, I was probably like three or four again, uh, you know. But it somehow caught. That was probably the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. Yeah. I I then sued the footy pajama company. Yeah. Lost the lawsuit. Oh really? Yeah, I told them to to replace my dick with something better, uh, but didn't happen. In fact, they took a few inches off. That's uh, that explains my my length. Anyway, um, we are winging it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, we are, and I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, just, I think that you know, you know how like sometimes like with like your podcast you want like a preview what if i just save that story the sound as, like, bite <laughs> it's just like it's just like and yeah lost a few inches that explains the length <laughs> and that's why we're winging it <laughs> that's why we're winging it uh, yeah i give you permission to do that <laughs> I'm, I'm not because well actually i don't know maybe i don't know uh, see see how this goes but yeah. no yeah no it's been it's been fun so far i'm digging it yeah. i like this free flowing format yeah you're, well, you're literally joe rogan right now all right just because i'm doing a podcast well no 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 like like the free flowing conversation oh yeah like that's awesome i i think there should be more of that well i feel like it just makes it everything like good and just everything relatable i feel like if you just don't have one specific topic i feel like it's just easier to you know do stuff and it gives and of course you know it gives me more free reign to do stuff exactly there's nobody telling you hey you got to hit a certain talking point and then argue about it for four minutes and then bada bing bada boom you're done mr merwad i'm stepping in the room i'm a hustler baby yeah you know mr pitbull right there (laughs) Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. I don't know why I said Mr. Pitbull. <laughs> Mr. Pitbull. That's how he, he, you better call him Mr. Pitbull. <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh. <laughs> no, but um, we did, we are past the hour mark. So, and I, of course. Already? Oh, yeah, I know, right? Wow. Dude, that actually flew by. Yeah, I, it was crazy because like I looked at the time and like we were, we were still talking about like the music and it says 26 minutes. And I was like, oh. I like how you said music. We st- we just talked about Pitbull, but no, we were talking about Black Eyed Peas. It was 26 minutes, and I was like, "Oh, there you go, we're yeah. doing it." Well, you got me on Black Eyed Peas, so that that probably took like three fourths of the chunk of this episode. <laughs> yeah, but do you have any? You know what? I'll take this time to say: Is there? Any final comments you want to say, or is there anybody you want to shout out, anything you want to shout out, or just any, you know, like I said, just any comments in general that you just want to talk on before we end this podcast? Sure. Uh, okay. I would like to shout out Grammy, uh, shout out Fergie, Josh Duhamel, uh, and then the Footy Pajama Company that ruined my penis. Uh, and then you know, I would like to shout out. It, can I shout out my own podcast? Is that uncommitted? Yeah, go of me? Right ahead. Yeah, like I said, I already shouted out, but shout it out again. Tell every information about WTA <laughs> and WTF also. Don't forget. Yes, WTF. So 
and actually, okay, so I started a podcast with my friend Alex uh, about. Well, it, it's been in the making for like a year, and it's called "Where's the Action." We review action movies and rate them on our own little rating scale. It's a lot of fun. We don't take it too seriously, uh, but we do. We've done Deadpool, Black Panther, you know, just a wide plethora of action movies. Uh, and we also started doing food reviews called uh, "Where's the Flavor." Uh, those have been fun. A lot of lot of hot takes. Like, for example, I don't like the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Go check out that episode on Insta. Um, and yeah, and we're also going to start a new segment. I don't want to spoil it here, uh, but just check out our Instagram page. Just have to text what he has to do to just, you know, figure it out, you know? Right. You have to follow along. Um, but yeah, I, I just want to say thank you for allowing me to be on here. It's, oh, yeah. it's an honor that I was your first guest. Uh, and I hope this is not the last time. I hope I get to come back. You are able to come back whenever you like, unless the public really doesn't like you. Which, by the sounds of this podcast, probably not. They'd probably be like, we don't want this guy ever again. And they'll probably boycott my podcast as well. So, <laughs> yes, based on my performance you'll, you'll today. Move, you'll move from doing two episodes a week to one episode a week. Because <laughs> right now, I'll be honest, right now, you're like the only person that has shown interest to like join my podcast. <laughs> no, dude, I, th- I think this is awesome. I mean, I really like how, you know, you're just putting yourself out there. And I, I appreciate the effort. I know, like from personal experience, this there's a lot that goes into this. So, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I also... It's been a very good first episode too. Like, I feel like there's, even though it's just spontaneous there was some structure you know just going into it and the wheel the wheel of fortune or whatever you're gonna call it i'll figure it out um uh, the winging it wheel how about that the winging it wheel you know what leave some comments or go on my instagram again i'm going to have a wing it podcast instagram but if you also want to message me on my main account that is t t t t t t t o n i o slash slash underscore 19 please let me hear some feedback i would really appreciate it but yeah that that uh, i i'm honored that you chose me to be your first guest so i i appreciate it thank you i i wouldn't have any other first guests you know hey if you want to come on mine you know what? Let's do it. You know what? Pick a movie and we'll get you on there. I really want you to come on. You know what? You know what? Tell me when your next one is and I'll hop on there. I'll even watch the movie the day before so that way I can be well versed in it. Oh, me likey, me likey. All right. I'll let you know when we're back. We're taking a little hiatus right now just to get our lives straight. Because life. Yeah. Because life. Yeah. What, what even is that? What is life? I don't uh, know. That's, that's for another episode. <laughs> you know what? Yes. Next, next, next episode with Mason. What is life? <laughs> Yeah, that'll be the part two. It's like it sounds like Jeopardy. Like, what is life? <laughs> yeah, but what's the answer, man? Uh, oh, that's the question and the that's answer. The, oh, yeah, true. That's a weird. That's a weird setup for Jeopardy. They have to ask the question, like, first. what is? Yeah, like they ask the question of the answer. Like, what the? I don't know. Very strange. Anyway, um, shout out, uh, Jeopardy, Rip, Alex Trebek. Um, he is the goat. He is the goat. Shout out LeBron James. Shout out Nicholas Cage. I'm I'm spitballing here. I'm freeballing. That's all I got. 
Thank you very much. <laughs> well, I would also like to make a shout out. Thank you again for everybody that has made this possible, including you, Mason, and also including my lovely partner, Natalie Lanehart, who has not only provided me um, with Adobe because she is a design major, but also has made it the art and has also probably a lot more influence in the next coming podcasts. And also I would like to shout out again, even though he's already mentioned it, WTF, because I've taken a lot of inspiration and a lot of, you know, notes on how to do podcasts and just how the energy is supposed to go and everything off of there. Um, I first started watching it just thinking, I just want to support, support my friend. And I truly have became a fan of it. So if you like action movies, if you like just Mason's energy and also Alex is a great guy too. never met him, (laughs) but, (laughs) but he just seems like, a guy who knows what he's doing and just like, honestly, just good vibes everywhere. And that's probably just something that I feel like we both are doing well right now with what we're doing. So with that being said, this is the end of episode one of winging it and whatever the title is. Thank you guys for watching. Hopefully you have a good rest of your day and goodbye. And that is done wow what a great episode